Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. Oh man, I don't what, know if it's, what is that groan. I don't know if it's <laughs> hell of a way to start a show. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know if I'm old or if I just started boxing. But I had another 12 hour sleep today, Nathan. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is, is that I fell asleep at 12 p.m. 12 a.m. last night. Yeah, that's the earliest I've slept in I don't know how long. Yeah, but I was literally just like I'm. I can't stay. I can't stay awake anymore. Uh, and I'm asleep. Because your body's like actually doing. It's, it's like doing tired things. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably going to take a while for things to normalize uh, until you like get like, like acclimated. Yeah, like yeah. so. So you'll start like waking up at like you know. But it's it's really eight, great. Like of all the things I've ever done to like get physical, this is my favorite by far, mm-hmm. and it's the most transformative immediately. Mm. Like I just not just I mean I mean obviously I feel sore, but like. Um, just like, because it's so intense? Or it's what? so intense. It's just a good workout. It's just good to get active. I feel like I actually in am... case In case you haven't been following, listener, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John has been um, on a little been fitness baxing. kick um, with boxing. Boxing. I don't know why I called it a fitness kick. Because um, it's a fitness punch. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're silly. And yeah, he's, he's, been, he's been going for regular sessions. Yep. About uh, four times a week, three, three, four times a week. Yeah, man. I'll, 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 pop, I'll pop by one day. Yeah, yeah. Come by, come by. Like, um, uh, yesterday was my first uh, like regular class. Like, I've been mm. doing beginner classes, and this, yesterday was my first uh, ready to rumble class. What's like the good. biggest difference you're feeling just with your general well being or disposition? You know what's really su- Well, I think, honestly, it's been like two or three weeks. I feel like I am getting smaller, which is kind of surprising. Like, I can feel less fat on me. Uh-huh. But surprisingly, the best thing is the biggest thing is my ankle mobility. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was going to be such a thing. But, like, the first couple classes, I had shitty shoes, and I came in, and, like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes into the class with all the footwork and stuff, like, my ankles were dying. But, like, where in your daily life is ankle mobility an important thing? No, but I didn't. Like, when you walk walk towards someone in a narrow hallway, and you do that dance of, like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm going left, oh, I'm going right, and it's like, you're doing it extra well. I I guess so, yeah. No, but (laughs) it's just just the feeling, because I can't do an Asian squat. Oh. And one of the things is uh, it's two things that are hindering me. It's like I it's my ankle mobility for sure, and secondly is like my um, like I guess my groin flexibility. But like I have horrible hip flexibility. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I do, but you can full squat, right? I can I can do an Asian squat, but the thing is that you know that thing that you do like when you do like the butterfly thing where you put your feet together. Oh yeah, yeah feet together, and then you try and you and you stretch out by placing your knees on the ground. You know what's weird? I don't know what it is because that I'm really good at actually. So I'm not sure which part of my hips or groins. I are can't like, do that. My knees are like yeah, a full. We're, like, we're both doing it now, like a pair of idiots. Yeah, my yeah, knees they're, they're, are they're like a. 45 degree angle my knees are like a full like 50 cm away from the floor yeah <laughs> they're pretty far it's really tight yeah but like 
I, I think like every time I would get like a foot massage, like when they when they massage my calf, it would feel like torture. Right. And now, actually, literally, I'm feeling it seems weird, but I my calves feel softer. Uh, like I guess they're just not as tight. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it's not as it's not as tiring. Man. And and I can I'm getting closer to squatting. So it's it's weird, but it's the most. I mean, it's not the most impactful on day to day. Yeah. But it's the most tangible. Like right. all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, there's a, I can literally feel a difference in my body. But also, it's just just general well being. Like I feel happier. I feel lighter. I feel nicer. Nice. It's it's just nice to do something. But I am tired all the time. <laughs> like and my core is so is so. Uh, but it's like a nice sore. little breakthrough, right? In your like, in, in your whole relationship with fitness, like yeah. Because I'm okay. Like I think your 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 on and on again off again relationship Absolutely. with fitness is my on again off again relationship with flexibility. <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's specific. It, be, no, because I think it's something that's super important, yeah. especially if you have tight muscles. Yeah, yeah, limber. Up. Like I complain about body pains all the time, and it's not because I have like old person back problems. It's literally because, and I know this because I don't stretch as nearly as much as I need to. But you also have injured person back problems. You have an injured back. Well, it doesn't help that I didn't stretch to like yeah. loosen those things, you know? Yeah. So like my inflexibility and like my inflexibility to cure that flexibility inflexibility has been like very annoying to yeah. me. Like I keep one like oh okay. it's like, oh I'll pick up yoga, I'll do yoga. Oh no, that then like that lasted like three weeks. Oh I'll do Pilates, that lasted like one session. Yeah. Oh I'll do like nightly stretches that lasted like the longest, like a week and a half, but then I just fell off the wagon of that. You know what you know the biggest thing for me is to replace when I'm watching stuff, which is all the time, mm-hmm. instead of sitting there and watching stuff, I will sit there and stretch and watch stuff. Or I'll f- I'll do I'll do a lot of foam rolling actually. Yeah. Or trigger point release. That's that's been the hugest difference. Yeah. I do I do a decent amount of foam rolling, but I just feel like I need to do a lot more like lower half stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's not difficult. I just like the fucking discipline to do it sometimes and it and I hate myself for it. Oh because, because I know it would make my life like my my quality of life would improve significantly sure. if I didn't have as much tightness because I know that's where a lot of the pain comes How from. How unrelatable are we right now, by the way, listener? Like, is, is this like a thing? I Do people think about their flexibility? No, I think it's pretty relatable. Like you're either feeling unfit or you're feeling like tight. Yeah, we've never I, thought about it. I think I it's guess. like a general. It's a pretty general problem. I think very few people live painless and are super like, bam, I'm fit and happy. Yeah. Well, like, maybe think, teenagers do. Fuckers. I think for the most part, especially because in Asian fucking culture, people find it okay to like comment about your weight. True. Good point. I'm not a fan of that. Me too. Like I straight up am just not a fan of that. Like it, unless it's like a close friend and like it's They're a concerned sig- about your health. Yeah, and it's a concerning amount, then maybe say something. But other than that, I really don't think it's anyone's place to like comment about like, oh you lost weight, oh you gain weight. Because there's always this implication of like they're watching. Yeah. And there's always this implication of like, you know, even if they say like in a positive way, oh, you lost weight, huh? Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, did I look like shit before? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like um, the few times I've gotten you've lost weight, I feel great. The many times I've got you gain weight, I feel like shit. I the weirdest times is when I get them in the same week. I don't like it because like, even if you do get like, hey, you lost weight, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll be like, ooh, I lost weight. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll just like, eat, eat everything. Eat, 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 eat. Yeah, it's it's like, like, I yeah. did it. I won. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, you go back to it and say, ah, fuck. Like, it's, I think it's a very personal journey. Yeah. I, and maybe it's because like, I have like, like, like post-fat kid syndrome. Mm-mm-mm. And it's very much like something that I, um, even though I didn't live with for a very long time, I lived with it during a very formative time in my life. Sure. So like, those synapses are very much still connected. Yeah. Um, so when someone comments on my weight, I can't just... Like, even though on the surface, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just like that. Oh, no, you know, it's nothing. It's not much of a change. This is like, why... Like, I internalize it, 
in a way that is probably not healthy. Probably. probably. And I imagine that other people do as well. No, that makes sense. I feel like I'm the same way. I think that's, I mean, even more reason why I don't post that on social media. Like, you know, like, I could be doing gym selfies, but I just don't want to. Yeah. But I struck a balance where, like, uh, one of my WhatsApp groups are a lot of, like, my closest friends. I'll post, like, weekly, um, like, I, like I Apple Watch screenshots. Right. Just be like, look, let me, I burned 700 cal- I burned 700 calories, by the way, Nathan, when I fucking, in 45 minutes. How does a watch track how many calories? It tracks you your heart rate. That's an accurate representation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, as close as you're going to get. I guess. Um, but, yeah, it just <laughs> tracks your heart rate and does yeah. math. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just so skeptical about this. Really ma- At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I, 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 the thing you can count on is that's consistent. Right. So whether it's right or wrong. It's some increase. kind of measurement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some kind of rubric. To be, it's, like, it's, a, it's a yard stick of, of sorts. The arch, that makes sense. The arch dick? It's a, it's a large dick of sorts. Oh, the large dick. Yard stick. Yard stick. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Cool. Well, I mean, meter stick. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm in a pretty similar position today. Um, although, like, my sleep cycle, I, I think, because I'm I'm fairly used to like um, intense bouts of exercise. Mm. Like, I slept at like midnight last night, expecting to wake up at like five thirty. Uh, expecting to wake up at like you know five thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, because I went for well, you had a morning workout. I right? went for a really intense session yesterday, or like yesterday, I just spent a lot of it like active and exercising. Nice. Um, leg day especially. Oh boy! So walking downstairs today is uh, not possible. It's a chore. Well, I just not walk, even possible. I just walk backwards. Okay, I see what you're talking about. That's a little life hack. Where does it hit you in the in the in the glutes? Um, if you're walking this, downwards, like the front quads. of my thigh yeah. hurts like a motherfucker because Ugh. of doing squats and shit. Um, so yeah, when I walk downstairs now, I have to walk, walk backwards, backwards because <laughs> that's how you do it and not hurt yourself. So yeah. Just a um, couple, just advice from a couple of guys in their thirties, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, oh so I'm feeling it hard today, but like it feels, it it just feels nice to mm-hmm. like stay active and all that stuff, and like you know, I mean, we're only this young for this long, exactly. You know, and it's it's funny. I'm the other way around. I'm like, okay, well, now that I'm getting, in, now that I'm in my mid thirties, it's yeah, but, fine but to take still, you're still, fitness secret, you're still, seriously. I'm youngish, you know. Yeah, you're, you're not, not like old. A, you're not an old person yet, but. Eventually you will be, and you won't be able to, you know, fucking box in a ring and move your ankles the way you do now. Exactly. But no, it's funny. When I was in acting school, like towards like the end of it, I asked, I told my teacher, I was like, oh, I'm planning to lose weight. She's like, don't. I'm like, what? She's like, don't. Like, <laughs> ma- hold, like le- le- this is your niche. Uh-huh. And to be fair, yeah. Like all the roles I've gotten were because I'm like a, lar- a larger guy who's expressive. Uh-huh. And she's like, okay, when you start to get to your mid-30s, early 40s, that's when you want to get in shape so you don't die. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh, here I am. <laughs> And I'm curious to explore other roles when I. But I it's think not, like you know. it's you don't like you can you can be like, I mean, forgive the the lack of a better word, but you can be fit fat. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, I I wouldn't mind being fit hot also. Okay, just, I'm just curious what that's like. Because tons of people are really. skinny fat, you know, like yeah. th- that that skinny fat thing of like just mm. like you look fine, but like really like you go for like one round around the track and you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. You'd rather be the other way around. Yeah. What's the deal? With like large fit, like Samoa Joe, or I was gonna say Tyson Fury. You know, you know the boxer Tyson Fury. I don't know why he was the, the first Samoa one? Joe. Is, a wrestler? is that a wrestler? <laughs> a contemporary, like a, a, a contemporary wrestler uh, from like the early two thousands. Okay, okay, okay. Mark Hunt. Yeah, Mark Hunt, the big old um, MMA. Guy. Big Roy Nelson. Yeah, Brock. Le- he's no, he's pretty buff. But even those guys will will like. Uh, they'll, gas they, they'll, they'll gas out super fast, but you know the boxer Tyson Fury. Yeah, he's he a, has he the has a weirdest looking body ever, but he's incredible. 
dad it's bod like if ali had a dad bod <laughs> he is the closest you're gonna get today to a muhammad ali it's ridiculous but he's also, so good tyson fury's like story is just mm. a fascinating like how he chased the gold he got the gold and then like he lost all purpose in life yeah. fell into a depression lost the gold fought it back for it and now he's a champion again it's beautiful story it's insane. and he still has a dad bod it's great he has a like i look he looks like like donkey not donkey Kong. We, i don't know what he looks like he looks weird <laughs> he's got a big punch but he's incredible he's such a good boxer yeah tyson fury look him up if you don't know speaking of donkey kong um nice uh seth rogan was cast as donkey kong okay i'm with you in the super mario movie what the fuck is happening by the way i haven't been following that project much at all i just know chris pratt is is playing mario yeah so, so the, it's an animated the movie, cast obviously. off the top of my head chris pratt is mario charlie day is luigi mm-hmm. um anya taylor joy is princess peach I, okay jack black is bowser right um none of these make sense to me really no i don't tell the joy makes sense to me charlie day is an interesting choice but that kind of fits i guess i mean mario and luigi just by default none of them really fit because like you have to speak in a, in a cartoonish italian what accent if they don't that, I, that's the thing like is it okay to be racist against italians still i think i i feel like it is do you think they have to do an accurate Italian representation to do it? Like, because Charles Martinet, the guy that does the original voice of Mario, he's yeah. not Italian either. Of course not, yeah. And like, it's crazy that you could pull that name, by the way. And I feel like white people can still make fun of Italians. I think that's punching up. I punching. think it's just punching straight. Well, I think what it is is that <laughs> the, the history of of that is punching down because back in like the whatever. The 19th century in in America, Italians were a minority group because they were immigrants. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't know what the hell the deal is. I don't know if it feels. It's gross, just that, it's just, just, a, it's just that when it I is. when I listen to like, for example, I, I listen to Comedy Bang Bang, mm-hmm. where they, um, it's a podcast where they have characters come in and yeah. they play different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, back in the early 2000s, there'd be people playing like all kinds of question like Asian characters, black characters. Back when it was still like you know okay because that was just the norm. But as of late, the only foreign accents you hear are British and Italian. <laughs> yeah. So that's my yardstick of like where. I guess that makes sense. That's like my yardstick of like what's okay. Like, because I'm still hearing a lot of like British and Italian impressions. Because <laughs> I guess like that's okay. Although it's it's kind of weird because it's always like the British accent is always the smart person and the Italian accent is always like the dumb person. <laughs> is it Italian like Italian American though? Like, like someone from the Bronx? Or yeah. Is it like, okay. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm making a cake over here. Yay. Cake boss. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Chris Pratt, Mario, Charlie Diaz, Luigi, Anna Taylor Joyce, Princess Peach. Princess Peach, I don't know. Like, I, you, like they're probably going to give her like a female empowered role um, because historically in every video game, she's literally the damsel in distress. Yeah. Probably and still it's... not going to pass the Bechdel test, but yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Um, Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Who's Cranky Kong? Um, did you ever watch the Donkey Kong cartoon? No. The 3D animated one that looked really bad, but at the time <laughs> looked pretty amazing. No, was it like the same time as like Transformers Beast Wars? Something like yeah. that. Cranky Kong was the old monkey. Okay. I think it's Donkey Kong's dad. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. Kevin Mike. Who's that again? I have no idea. And who's that character? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, okay, go ahead. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. Who's that? <laughs> he was the guy that hosted the Oscars one year. Sebastian. And the whole joke was, who is he? <laughs> God. Yeah. It's great. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, but yeah, that's what we have. 
and Charles Martinet, of course, he's going to be doing some extra voices in there. But um, yeah, I guess like the thing that a lot of people are talking about is like Chris Pratt as yeah. Mario. <laughs> Makes sense to because, be talking about that. <laughs> like, do you think it's going to be another Sonic the Hedgehog situation where like after they drop the first trailer, people, people just like, riot? Because <laughs> right now people are just kind of like, what the fuck? But you know, right. because no one's seen anything yet, you can't fairly judge. Um, I mean, I'm, I doubt they're gonna recast and reshoot, like re-record. Yeah, but I, like, I feel like it's gonna. It might be a case where they drop the first trailer and it just gets like destroyed. What if he just does like incredible like voice acting work, like gets a voice teacher and just does a pitch perfect Italian accent? I don't know. Maybe. Also, wait, hold on. Is Mario Italian or Italian American? <laughs> <laughs> um. I believe, if I recall correctly, and I'm basing these off of like the cartoons that came out every every so often when back in the '90s, he was an Italian immigrant, right? If I remember correctly, that started a plumbing company in New York City. Fresh off the boat, yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. That's it. (laughs) Also, Chris Pratt is like the most of the white people. He's very non-Italian. He's very like Anglo. He's the the whitest German. Yeah, he's very white. And he, I don't think he's even played anything but an American. Yeah. <laughs> and like a very like yeah. red-blooded like America American. Yeah. <laughs> the furthest he's gotten is Star-Lord and even he's from fucking like whatever. Earth. Yeah. And oh, not even just Earth. He's from Oklahoma or something, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, I do enjoy – he's kind of uh, he he's kind of taken it with a bit of a sense of humor as well. As he should. Like, as uh, he does. So this is a little thing that he put up on his Instagram. Let's see. So when I was a kid, I lived in Lake Stevens, Washington, and there was this coin-operated laundromat near my house, Aww. and it had Super Mario Brothers, the original arcade game. Oh, I loved that game. I never had a quarter, it felt like. I'd either steal them from the wishing well. <laughs> you know, I'd steal, that's wild. Just dawned on me right now, the quarter I stole out of the wishing well to play Super Mario Brothers has come true that I get to be the voice of Mario. But I clearly stole someone else's wish. <laughs> so just waiting for that that row of karma dominoes to come crashing down on me. But as it is right now, it's a me, a Mario. That's not the voice. You'll have to wait to hear the voice. But we've been working hard at it, and, and I'm really excited to announce that I'm going to be the voice of that video game that I dreamed about playing as a kid. Dreams come true. That's kind of dope. Yeah, he it's also looks Mario. like he also looks like high out of his mind in this in this video. But <laughs> that is what it is. Um, yeah, you know, I just, he's he's a likable guy, except for that time when he was a little bit like Trumpy. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're a little bit conservative. You're gonna be a little bit Trumpy from time to time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I support it. I'll, I'll I'll probably not check it out, but <laughs> you know. Really, what's your history of Mario? Because I have yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. I have like a soft spot for Mario. No, me too. I think the, my most played one was Mario Three, the one where you can get like a fucking raccoon mm-hmm, tail and the fire around. raccoon. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had what I had. And NES, Super NES. I missed that. I missed that era, right. Of like Super Mario One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I only ever played them like on the plane, right? Because like they had the, the emulator yeah. on the plane back in the nineties. Um, but I was a huge fan of Mario Sixty Four. Yeah. The one on the Nintendo. 64. I had that, but I never played it much. Holy shit! That game, like legit, it it spoiled. Like it was, it was, it was 
truly an example of a game before its time. Mm. Like, it came out way too early because it just set expectations so high for platformers <laughs> that, like, a lot of games after that kind of looked like, you know, 2D side-scrollers on, mm-hmm. on your DOS computer or something. Such like great it, gameplay, though. It was great gameplay, but also, like, they, 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 um, Mario 64 was the first one to explore, like, the open-world concept, like, the open-world lobby mm-hmm, concept. Mm-hmm. True. So, like, you had this open-world-ish kind of thing where you can explore... Um, but even before you enter the the levels, you can explore this castle with its own secrets and like all kinds of funny things that you can go and discover. And then you can jump into paintings and enter a different world. And then those worlds you can go discover further. And it just had so much like play to it, like a lot of fun to it. I don't know. I'm 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 a I'm a fan of Nintendo. We just we don't talk too much about the Wii era, but you know. Yeah, it, that's the last one I had. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a good point. Huh? Was there anything between N64 and Wii? What was it? G- GameCube? Was that a thing? GameCube. No. Yeah. yeah. GameCube I, that I skipped, but I had yeah, actually now But I think even about GameCube it. was revolutionary. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at the time of all of the first gen consoles, like so your PlayStation, mm-hmm, your GameCube, mm-hmm. Xbox Dreamcast. One. I mean, sorry, we don't call it Xbox One because that's new. Yeah, the that's Xbox. Confusing. <laughs> um, the GameCube had the best graphics for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. It also had the dopest intro, like. Don't know that one. The purple boxes. I, I think Nintendo just always had like a more cartoony style. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's consistent. Like you know, it's a, it's a Nintendo game just by their design, which is I think is kind of interesting. It's very. It's centered around like play and family. Play. Yeah, exactly. They've it's always kind of been wholesome. Yeah, they've always kind of been centered around that philosophy, and like it's it's you know it's yeah. upheld because yeah, you know yeah, I, yeah. I I think the darker route that say like an Xbox or like a PlayStation takes of like violence and army games and war. Yeah. It's like people go hot and cold on those things depending on the times that we're living in. People always like family games. You know? yeah. yeah, like for example, when Last of Us 2 came out last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. wasn't a fan. Yeah, yeah. it's too violent for Nathan, you guys. <laughs> it wasn't too violent. It was just that like the world was so shit at the time. And, like, Our I world? Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to like maintain positivity and that game was not helping me. It, yeah, that game not. was actively dragging me down. Bad timing. To this day, I still haven't finished it. So good. Um, but yeah. Whereas, like, Nintendo, like, they come up with the Switch and fucking Animal Crossing and, like... <laughs> so bright and cheerful. Things like that, yeah. Yeah. I've I'm been playing a lot of video games lately. You haven't or you have I have been? not. Oh, I haven't been playing almost any. Yeah, I've zero, basically. I just appreciate them for what they've given me in the past. Yeah. But, like, I, <laughs> I do want to get back on that horse. Like, I'm, I'm waiting to um, get my apartment set up. Mm-hmm. And then once all that's set up and I have a proper workstation and everything, mm. I'm going to start doing like little Twitch stream oh, that'd be fun. video game things. Yeah. Like, just because I've always wanted to give that a shot and also like, then I won't feel so bad for wasting my time playing a stupid game. That's a good, that's a good point of view as well. Yeah. I can, I can, I can vaguely commo- commoditize it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and then people will make you sing songs while you do it. Probably, but only for money. <laughs> only for money. Nathan Hartono. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. So what's new this week? Not much, man. Just been chilling. Like, I think I just realized how much of my life is spent boxing. And it's. I, I was just sitting here thinking, like, man, I slept 12 hours. <laughs> and then I boxed for, like, two hours. All my life is just devoted to that now. Mm-hmm. But not much else, though. I mean, I, I think... Maybe Pretty soon we'll- you're going to be wearing, like, one of those, like, really manly dry fit shirts that says, like, eat. 
box sleep repeat in that order yeah whatever there's <laughs> some shit like that no yeah it's almost boring but yeah but like the, my cruises this week mm-hmm. leaving on thursday oh, getting shit. on that great old cruise to nowhere got oh, my shit. covid test negative but you're leaving like the day after tomorrow yes sir wow yeah looking forward to it it's so funny like i've just been constantly like you know just researching and researching and stuff just just Amazing because I'm excited. But one thing I didn't do was actually go in the Google reviews for uh, Royal Caribbean Singapore. They're not good. What have you been researching? <laughs> oh, just like you know, the best ways, best what things to, to do. What to do on a boat. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Why do you have to research? How to survive getting hit by an iceberg. iceberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a lot of research. Just like, you know, just preparing myself just to see what to do and stuff. The best way to spend. Anyway. But like, it's so funny. If you go how, to Royal Caribbean. How Caribbeans, do you survive an iceberg? Uh, just women and children last. Women and children. Yeah, I think just break the rules, right? Just yeah. women and children last. Last. Um, That's how you ensure your survival. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um. God, if we hit an iceberg in Singapore, it's really it's just climate change gone awry. <laughs> uh, no, but like um, the funny thing is that reading the Google reviews for Royal Caribbean, yeah. they're either like this is the best time of my life, oh, or this I mean, is the worst time of my life. I mean, come on, that's like all reviews, like. Most times, people are either motivated to write reviews because yes. because they're super happy, or like someone there said, like, "Hey, we'll give you a fifteen percent discount if you leave us a five star." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's because they had a horrible experience. But this is the most dia- like it's literally balanced. I think their average score is like three point two. It's also it's all five stars and one stars. But it's so funny right. and like reading them is just like this is the best time of my life. And they go into detail why it was so great. This mm-hmm. is the worst experience ever. And they go into detail why it was so bad. <laughs> um, luckily, hopefully for me. It seems most of the negative aspects came before going on the actual cruise itself. Right. And honestly, everyone who's complained just sound like a bunch of goddamn Karens. Like, right. oh, I have to wait in line. <laughs> they made us wear a mask. I'm like, uh, what are you expecting? Uh, no, but see, like, those things yeah. are always so tough because, I mean, it's, 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 it's nothing new. Like, I feel like it's, it was talked about in the, in the inception of, like, Yelp. The yeah, Yelp yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Review, like, the kind of power that critics have and how indeed, it's very imbalanced. Indeed. Um, but I was talking to my sister the other day, um, who helped just recently helped open um, the. Um, have you heard of Chin Me Chin? No, Chin Me Chin Confectionery. It's like a pretty uh, legendary breakfast spot um, along Katong. Chin. Okay. And the couple that ran it, like the old couple that ran it, the kids didn't want to take over, so they oh. closed down for a bit. But then, like um, this company, which my sister works for, rejuvenated it, and That's they opened cool. it again. Like, is that is that what your sister's company does? That's pretty cool. Something like that. Not really, but um, so she's part of this opening thing, and mm-hmm. she's been getting a lot of complaints because people yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, the queue is so long, and it's like, I can't get a table, and it's like, I queue for two hours, the food not nice." It's things that are like, yeah. You know, it's like it's it's they're not really complaints about what the business is doing, yeah. Like wrong, yeah. But these opinions are still being posted on a public forum and affecting their star rating. Yeah, it's which, really annoying. Which some people take as gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some true, people true, true. don't even read the details; they just look at oh, three and a half stars. Yeah, fucking, yeah. fucking excellent has like a ranking like three point four or three point two. Yeah, because the line is very long. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> what's the solution uh, here mm. sir ma'am like what do you want to do like don't queue then wait for the queues to chill yeah. out order delivery yeah or something i don't know it's just strange and like you never know what to do with those complaints they're highly annoying and one of the reasons why i might never go into fnb yeah <laughs> or like forward-facing fnb i'm not i'm never I, I would never do like fnb that is like 
a storefront, basically. like widely advertised. <laughs> right, you know, it's a secret FNB. Exactly. Yeah, then that way, club. no expectations ever. Fair enough. But that sucks, though. But that's actually a really cool business idea. If it, because like that is a thing, right? Where all these legendary hawkers who are like yeah. run by yeah. older getting people getting older and older, yeah. but their kids don't want to take over. Yeah, that should be a thing. Someone should like apprentice them. Yeah. But you know, like mm. the um, with those things about bad and good reviews, where it's most polarizing, mm. obviously, um, medical facilities. Yeah, because people either are super grateful that they got cured and everything worked out, or they are pissed as fuck. I died. Something. Zero yeah. stars. <laughs> no, but like, like, like hospitals. Like I've not read into that, but like what clinics? Everything. And like, hospitals, clinics, GPs, veterinarians. Really, everything. So I I recently had this experience. Um, I'm not proud of this. But um, mm-hmm. I, I I recently uh, fed my dog, oh, no. Nikki, like half a grape. Oh, no. Are you not supposed to do that? No, you're not supposed to. I you... just forgot. Oh, <laughs> I, Like, I knew you're not supposed to give them chocolate. Yeah, why is it so random with dogs where you can't eat them? You, I knew chocolate. Why is that? And then the grapes? That's the thing? Grapes, berries of any kind, really. Huh. But mostly grapes. Like, grapes was a big, it is a big one. And half a grape. And I gave her, like, a fraction of a grape. Oh, no. And then, like, um, yeah, she just ate it. And then someone told me, like, oh, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, really? And then I Googled it. And then it said, uh, I just Googled how toxic are grapes to dogs. And it's like, it's not really known what exact quantity would be toxic. Even one can be deadly. Oh. I'm like, no! <laughs> oh, no. Did you put your finger down her throat? <laughs> no, so I rushed her to a fucking 24-hour oh, no. vet. <laughs> I rushed her to a 24-hour vet. It wasn't that late at night. It was like yeah. 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't even think because my main thing is I just need someone to induce vomiting and yeah, yeah, yeah. to get that grape out of there because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, rushed out of hospital. Got there within the hour. Um, uh, went in for the consult and everything. And then... This place was a bit weird where they didn't let me in for the consult. They just took the dog and brought her was up to inspect. COVID? Maybe. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Okay. So I, just, I was just sitting outside waiting. Oh, man. And as I'm sitting outside waiting, like, okay, I'm calmed down. Okay, got it, got it. Like, you, then I, you Google I, reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I read the Google reviews. <laughs> While I was sitting outside this place that my dog was currently in, I read the Google reviews. I'm like, and then you were like, I'll have my dog back, please. <laughs> no, like, legit. It's like... The first two reviews, like five stars, five stars, yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, cured my cured my bird, cured my dog, whatever. Like amazing. Then like the third or fourth review down, one star. The vet told me to euthanize my cat. <laughs> one and a half years later, my cat is perfectly fine. Oh God. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh God. shit, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense for those kind of places to have completely. Po- Most places, I feel like, would have polarizing reviews like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like food places have a better chance of getting like three or four depending on how good the food is but yeah. like i don't know do you often leave reviews no i i i think i've left like seven reviews and mostly they're for friends are asking me for the to help their business out and stuff yeah i think i left a review for your photography business. thank you five stars baby <laughs> over 30 reviews yeah i left i left a review for your photography business i left a review for um Warner Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I think when you left me a review, I clicked, I'm like, what the hell is Nathan reviewed? And I clicked, I was like, yeah, Warner. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, other than that, the only other places I've reviewed online um, are overseas. Right. Just because, like... Um, You're too influential here. You don't know. No? What? It's not that. <laughs> although, like, the thought does cross my mind, but then I feel like I'm an egoistic asshole for even thinking that, mm-hmm. of like, ooh... 
people are going to look out for my... But also because I don't want them to know my email. And I don't yeah, know how that's that totally stuff, fair. I don't know how that stuff works, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> Because it's my it's my Gmail account, you know. Yeah, I, sure. If I leave a Google review or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just don't want to participate in that. Also, I don't want to blow up my spots, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Fair <laughs> enough. Like I, I have a coffee spot that recently got blown up, and I'm very annoyed. Was it your fault? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, I blame mothership. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like I I I would leave reviews on like random coffee shops in Thailand mm-hmm. or stuff like that. It's like this place is great, yay! <laughs> and it has like just one single review because it's like literally like a shop house in the middle of nowhere. But that has a nice little uh, after effect that like if you ever go back, you'll be, can find it pretty easy. You just go back to your reviews and be like, "Where yeah. did I like?" Yeah, so yeah. Let's think about that. That's pretty good. But it's also fun. Like it's a fun <laughs> idea of like, what if someone from Singapore like went to this place and like saw saw that review? It's like, hey, <laughs> oh, it's a fun little Easter egg. Yeah, a life Easter egg. Yeah, um, I think I left one review out of just pure like, oh, I'm so impressed with the service here, and that was for Dumpling Darlings. Fucking love them. First of all, love them. Mm. Love Dumpling Darlings. Right. But yeah, one day, uh, my girlfriend and I went, and my girlfriend was having like, uh, like having gastric issues. Like I think her stomach was just really empty, so they like noticed that. Yeah. And like gave her some, like a little appetizer while we were waiting, Aww. and then sat us down. It was such a great experience, and the food is so good. Like that was the only one I like. I think I can remember that was like just mm-hmm. out of my good the goodness of my heart. Mm. Which all, makes, I mean, if Singapore doesn't tip, it makes sense that it write some good reviews then. It's rarer to get personalized service like that in this country exactly. because Singapore doesn't tip. I think that's the point. I, I guess, yeah, that's what makes it so extraordinary. Yeah, because yeah. like people aren't really incentivized to you know go the extra mile over yeah. here. Not knocking on the service industry. No, honestly, like, I think tipping culture is bullshit anyway. But I, there is there should be some kind of way of like. Why is tipping I guess culture tipping. bullshit? No, because because what that does is that, and this is quite well documented, is that it allows uh, business restaurant owners to pay their their staff below yeah the uh, you know minimum wage even right. And we're talking about like not even just we're talking about like high end restaurants. Mm. And it also opens up like a lot a lot of like probable biases. Yeah, like maybe. And then have you ever been like? Is the plural of biases biases? Bias. Yeah, yeah. It is. Huh. Nicely pulled. Cool. Have you ever been in a situation where you're like where you you're in the states, you pay a bill, and they're like, "Where's my tip?" Or like, "That's my tip." Like, it's fucking gross. It feels a little, yeah. It's happened a few times before um, with um, not with restaurants because with restaurants, like, there's there's like a, a calculation, right? Yeah, like yeah it's yeah. either ten, twelve, or fifteen or something like that. But literally, I was like, the service here sucked, <laughs> so I'm only oh, going to leave you five percent, fifteen or, whatever, or twenty, which yeah. is still dumb, right? Yeah. Like, I think I did that once where I'm like, this service is terrible, so I didn't leave a big tip, and they like, right. "Where's my tip?" And I'm like. Read between the lines, bro. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it is. It, it it it's it's problematic in that I, sense. I agree. And it, it also gives an unfair advantage, even more so, to hot people, mm. like hot girls, especially. Mm. Like, you know. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just feel like they get more like like. My friends back in college, uh-huh. I know that the 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 prettier girls like hundred percent got more tips than like yeah. Even like a like an above average looking that's, guy. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's As why I don't like tipping. That's all this stuff. <laughs> it's imbalanced. Yeah, I suppose. Now that said, I do believe that even just out of the kindness of your heart, you should be a good waitstaff. That's why you hire Filipinos, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which goes both ways, by the way. Don't treat your waiters like shit, please. I yeah. hate. That's one thing that if I see someone doing that, I will be like, I don't want to have anything to do with this person. No. Yeah. Being being like condescending, condescending to service staff rude, is like short oh my goodness. anything. It's the grossest. <sighs> It bothers me deeply. Yeah. Um. I'm. I've been trying as and uh, like I've been trying as much as possible recently to like tip, like food delivery people. That's nice. 
Only because, oh man, like, like I feel like businesses like Grab and all these things, they're, they're not very transparent with how the money is split. That's a good point. And I truly don't re- fully understand. Okay, like, for example, um, it's quite common now for people to, like, check multiple driving apps, mm-hmm. like, like car sharing apps mm-hmm. when they are looking for a ride. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to check Grab now. Oh, Grab is, like, 20 bucks. I'm going to check Gojek. Oh, Gojek, 16 bucks. I'm going to check Tada. Oh, Tada is, like, 12 bucks. Tada is cool. the most transparent if they're... If you're, yeah. yeah? Anyway, keep going. Cool, I'm going to go with Tada, whatever. Yeah. But, like, then it makes me... Because, like... It makes me wonder, right? Because most drivers are usually on multiple platforms mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. No one driver is just on Grab. They're always they like... These all, all yeah. of them, basically. They always have yeah, like... Yeah. Sometimes they have multiple phones. Sometimes they just have like one or two phones with like the different, different apps, apps running at the yeah. same time. Then it's like... Say if I checked Grab and Grab said the ride is $25 and I checked Gojek and Gojek says the ride is $16. Mm-hmm. It's the same driver... Like, where does that extra 11, I mean, nine bucks go Pretty to? Pretty sure it goes to the platform, to be honest. Right? Then yeah. it's like, it's... Uh, it's gross. Yeah, um, it's like things like that where it's like, I, I don't know. I haven't been able to, like, concretely research why this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And they're also not very clear sometimes on, like, their surging and, like, the search prices yeah. and why, but, like, proportionally why, like, what's happening. Have you taken Tada before? Um, yes. Yeah, so if you take a Tada ride... But on someone else's phone. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, whenever you take a Tada, just ask them what, what, if they, why they prefer it. And like, I don't know the details, and I haven't researched myself, yeah. but it sounds like they're just the most clear and they're the most uh, quote-unquote fair to the drivers. Right. Like, they don't take a cut. They just like, you have the... the I, think, I think, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Tada drivers just pay a monthly fee and that's it. And all the money that, goes in, that you see that you're paying goes to them. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, so it's like... That's great. Yeah. So I'm try- I try to use almost did I almost exclusively. <sighs> Fuck, I'm, I'm going to switch over then. Yeah, because yeah. Like, it just feels weird. Like, <laughs> that at the exact same time, I can possibly book the exact same driver for, like, a disparity of, like, $10 even. Yeah. And then it's like, so where's that $10 going? Because, like, it feels like if I take the cheaper ride, which, of course, I'm going to take, mm-hmm. it's like, am I stealing $10 from this driver? Like, I don't think you're stealing. I think you're just not get- – they're just not getting the surge bonus. They're just – Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, right. That's why, like, I'm I'm trying as much as possible to like just tip a little bit, um, because like, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's, it's, that's totally it, fair. It just feels weird what's happening with like all these ride sharing things, and also because like I don't know, maybe it's because like they think we've got to make hay while the sun is shining. Like, I mean, it is, is a legit supply and demand kind of issue, yeah. but it feels. Still feels kind of gross. Advantageous, but is is the, are they thinking like okay, if we give them the benefit of the doubt, which I don't think they deserve, but are they saying that like oh, there's so many people looking for rides right now. If we kept the prices the same, people would just not get rides. I don't. I don't know. It's just that between apps, like why are the prices so different? That's mm-hmm. all I need to understand, mm-hmm. and like I can't find a resource to understand this. Yeah, you know, just talk like, to drivers. I think that at the end of the day, the only resource you have is like. The anecdotal, which is not obviously not the best force of data, yeah. but anecdotal stories from the drivers themselves, I guess. If yeah. there's nothing on Google. It's also dangerous territory asking a driver to tell you a story. Oh, God. You just, <laughs> I feel like my time is being hijacked. <laughs> no, it's more like can very quickly, like at least my recent experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever I get into a conversation with a, with a Grab driver, because I use Grab the most often, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't, I guess, maybe. We're never getting sponsored. Yep. Um, <laughs> when I, when I go on a uh, Grab ride and start like talking to them, more often than not, it goes into anti-vax territory. <laughs> oh, boy. I have not noticed that. <laughs> more often than not, it 
it goes into that kind of like not saying that you shouldn't, you know, but you should look into the and all. But these. they were all vaxxed, right? Don't you um, have to be vaxxed to drive? I guess by now they days? are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you know, like begrudgingly so, right? Or like specifically, like only take Sinovac because blah 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 blah. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I have not had any conversations like that with my grab drivers, and I'm quite happy about that. It's fun. Well, I just I'm just very agreeable because I don't, you know, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Like I don't want to get into a debate. Like I just go, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, mm, oh yeah. Cool. It's gonna kill oh, us. It? Mm, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because just, I don't want. I don't want to like you know, like not affirm his. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to bust that anti-vaxxers bubble. Yeah, you're so nice. No, it's just it just doesn't feel like a thing that you can achieve in a fifteen minute drive. I know, Singapore right. is not a big enough country. You know, know your right. your grab rides aren't gonna last more than twenty five, thirty minutes tops. Crazy. Uh yeah. you've been watching anything lately? Um we talked about Squid Game, right? It's kinda it's kinda blowing up. It's we, yeah. Like I've been seeing a lot of memes about it. Like that's a sign it's blowing up, right? It definitely is. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot of like square circles and triangles. That's my thing. Right. And every time, I don't know if about you, but like, I'm like, this is PlayStation. This is PlayStation. It, yeah. It's like literally, like, where's, the, where's the X? Where's the X? Where's the, but also, main thing that bothers me is like, do Koreans not know what squids look like? What do you mean? I see. I can kind of see. You mean, are you talking about the pattern in the floor that they draw? Yeah. It kind of looks like a squid. How does it even remotely look like, like a squid? Just the head. Just the head. So it's a circle, triangle, and a square? I mean, yeah. Simple. Okay. If you take out the legs from the equation, that's what it looks like, I guess. Wait. Let me just quickly Google. The... Are you Googling squid or squid game or squid game logo? or? <laughs> yeah. So it's, a, so it's a circle, and then below the circle is a triangle. Yeah. And below the triangle is a square. Right. So... um. That looks absolutely nothing like a squid to me. How does that even remotely look like a squid? Okay, look. See, okay, look. let me see. I need to see closer. That's a circle. That's literally what it is. So circle and then triangle Circle's not and that big. But you made the order. circle too big, I feel. No, it's right there. Look. They're all the same size. It's like an emoji of a squid. I don't know. It's not. It looks more like a keyhole than anything else. That is true. See, okay, if you're going to do a squid, logically, you would put the triangle on top, right? Yeah. And then the circle... Yeah, and then the square. You got. You have to, we're gonna post this on Instagram. You have to because this is just nuts. Like, I mean, people know what that shapes looks like are. a mushroom. People know what shapes are. No, but see, look. Oh so, my god! Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. The logos that they use are the things that are logos that make up a Squid Game. Yes, the Squid Game is the thing like on the floor. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I mean, you just draw a triangle, a circle, a square, which is the logos they use for the people, for the jumpsuit people, right? Yeah. Was that the same patterns they used? No. Is it what? What? Yeah, they had different ranks. I forgot what the exact ranks were. I think the squares Square were the, the strongest. Leader. Yes. Yeah, but see, look, if the triangle is on top, the circle below, and the square is at the bottom, you have more chances of looking like a squid. Oh, because, I'm, real, like, I'm real dumb. Because you have, like, the... the there. <laughs> like, <laughs> that oh, is, the square is the legs. Exactly. That looks more like a squid than that. Like, that just looks like a... I'm sorry, listener. This is extremely visual. Yeah, this is a very visual thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but let's post it, post it on Instagram, would you? That's just funny. Okay. <laughs> Squid Game. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Uh, God, that's such a good show. I was actually thinking, of, man, I wanted to restart it, actually, because I'm sure there's so much to take in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, hidden details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the first big one was that 
and and I hope I'm not spoiling anything. It's a minor light, very light dusting of a spoiler. But on the walls of the room that they sleep in, mm-hmm. there were there were essentially pictorial representations of every game that they played. Yeah, it's completely covered in beds to start yeah. off with, but then it starts to clear it out. Yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, one one other fun one, which again I don't want to spoil. But I think, come on, if you're a listener, I'm guessing you've watched Squid Game. You're right in the right demographic, listener. <laughs> but um, if you watch the first game. You look at the camera angle. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the 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 POV camera. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. There's uh, something interesting there. Nope. You I don't recall. know about that. I can't recall. Like I, I, you have to remember that. Like I binged this. Like to be fair, in one shot, like three weeks ago. So good. So like it's it's a it's because I did that. It's a little bit faded from my, from my memory, which is you know a commentary on the current state of entertainment. Sure. And our attention spans, and it's horrible. Just your brain. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's probably it's definitely worth another yeah. rewatch. But Netflix is just just killing it. They have a lot of crazy shit happening at the end of the year. Oh yeah, what's it? What else? Like just big ass movies. Okay, the thing I want to talk about. Okay, what? Well, yeah, go go ahead, get into that first. Um, tick tick boom. Yep. I'm, um, I wonder how that's gonna be like. Yeah, it's star studded. Jonathan Larson is just getting more and more dated um, by the day. <laughs> there's another movie like a big one with a lot of famous people coming out like end of the year. I can't remember what it's called, mm. but that like. I don't know. Like, I feel like with the closure of cinemas and everything, like the lines are starting to blur because for the longest time, people were just dumping shit on Netflix yeah. in terms of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel it's like, like a last resort. Yeah, but now it's like the first resort. It felt for a while like the first resort was HBO Max, but mm-hmm. I think people are realizing that like Netflix has a bit more reach. I don't know. I don't know how the hell these plans are made, but um, I'm excited just because like, <laughs> um. COVID's getting scarier in Singapore and like, a cinema might not be like the best idea for a bit. <laughs> I'm just happy I get my cruise in. Um, but dude, like something came out kind of like low-ish, key-ish. Uh-huh. I don't see a lot of people talking about it. But um, the, se- the third season of Sex Education came out and it is fucking brilliant. It's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, I've watched the first seven episodes, so I have one episode left. But that's I'm really, really enjoying it. You watch Sex Education? I've yet to watch that show. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I don't know. The title's just raunchy. That's what they're going for. <laughs> um, this particular season, oh, God, really to show my boomerness, right? Yeah. This is the first season that kind of delves into like really progressive Gen Z um, identity politics that mm-hmm. I'm like I re- I'm a very not only enjoying but I'm quite learning from or yeah. I think it's the I think it's it's developing that like it has like every the softest show touch. is doing that though yes but this is the first one where I'm like this is good okay it's the first one I'm j- where I'm not like oh god yeah <laughs> um like, they, like I, nothing against it it's just that like oh it's definitely everywhere yeah it's everywhere and I have nothing against it at all it's just that like every once in a while you just want to be entertained yeah but my point <laughs> is is that that's it is that the for this is the one that's like it's entertaining me and like still kind of educating me. Okay. You know what I mean? But like, so it's not ham-fisted in any way. It's yes. still trying to like. Yes. So this cool. particular this season of of sex education, which if you have no idea what it's about, basically it's this weird uh, school in the UK, and the design of it is like it's like a mix of American schools from '80s shows mixed with prep schools, mixed with blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, yeah. uh, the main character is this kid named Otis, played by Asa Butterfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts running like a basically a sex education clinic. The Ender's his, Game kid. Yeah, Ender's Game. Ender yeah. himself. Oh. Um, his mom, Jillian Anderson, very hot. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Ender's mom. Um, <laughs> she is a sex therapist, and he kind of just listens in and kind of just passes on advice to kids in the school. Uh-huh. Like, that's the overall premise. And then, obviously, then from there, it's just, like, getting to know the different characters, what it's like. But it's a very, like, sex-positive show. It's, it's just about 
teenagers coming to grips with their sexuality and just being like just like they're all horny. That's the cool point. Anyway, uh, so just to go back to the idea about identity politics and Gen Z issues, I guess you would say. Uh, there's a character in the show. Their name is Cal, and they are non-binary. Oh, I'm getting much better pronouns. Yes. Um, and they just have this really interesting storyline, and they they present well. And like this particular season, a new headmistress is brought in to kind of like regulate the school because it got too raunchy, basically. Yeah. And they're fighting against that, and they're um, the school is not is making all the students wear uniforms, and this character Cal, they they want to wear not the female costume because they are they are biologically female, right? Uh, and just yeah, just the way they treat it is really cool, and it's the first one where I get into where they're really going in depth on the difference between uh, gender identity and sexuality. Yeah, because that now they're starting a relationship with a guy, and it's kind of interesting to navigate. It's just really good, and mm-hmm. that's just one very small aspect of what makes season three so amazing. Just yeah. the storylines are so good. The the cinematography like is brilliant. Like the way they shoot things looks so beautiful. Mm. It's just funny and it's great and it's it's really nice. I'm the way very, they deal with the issues. So. I'm always very surprised by the things that Singapore allows on mm. like the Netflix platform. Mm. Like especially a show like this that's like very. You still have to enter a code to watch it. Do you? Yeah. I think you can turn that off. I tr- I tried because nothing on my personal account is like that. Like really? I don't have a pin on anything. Real quick, just go on Netflix and just uh, f- try to fire up Sex Education, see what happens. Maybe I know I know I tried once and I didn't try that hard to disable this, but maybe there's a way. There is hundred percent a way because I never said it. And oh, son of a bitch! Like I just don't have it. Okay, I kind of just assumed it was like, oh, this is a Singapore Netflix thing, and. That's always just going to be the case. And no, I can I can just watch an episode right there. Right. Son of a okay, okay. I'm a big boy. It lets me do big boy things. Oh, I want to be a big boy too. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll try to do that then. But, but just, it, it just goes to show that like uh, if if you have that feature turned on, it's this it's Singapore Netflix that like distinguishes what it was. Right. And anything gay has like the thing. All right. R twenty one. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> anything gay is R twenty one's nuts. But dude, I highly recommend it. And if you haven't watched any seasons, I honestly think they get progressively better. Yeah. And season one is still pretty good, but this season three is just really just nailing it. It's really, really, really good. Sex education on Netflix. John do, do you do it. see it happening one day where like Singapore Netflix just starts taking down all these like more sexually positive things or nah. things talking about drugs and stuff? Uh, I mean I they know. closed down Yale and US. <laughs> is that why though? I haven't really been following that news, by the way. Well, the prevailing theory is that yeah, there were just too many like discussions happening over there of like <gasps> Of like you know people of 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 higher minds and greater thinking having important discussions that were pretty much antithetical to the way that Singapore want to run this country. It's the only liberal arts college in in Singapore, right? I don't want to say that because I don't know if that's true, but it's one of the bigger I ones. That. I heard that somewhere that it's like the only what you would count a liberal arts college, which it's is definitely like a, a huge mainstream one because right. NUS, right? Yeah, but I don't like I don't even actually really know the dif- the difference between uh, a liberal arts education and like anything else. I just know that I prefer it. I it just know, seems the, like you learn more things or you learn more about whatever as yeah. opposed to going like business only, yeah, marketing whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if like one day they take all these stuff. Like fucking, yeah. we're like gonna enter like fucking a uh, uh, handmaiden territory. <laughs> Maybe handmaid's tail territory. That's handmaiden very different territory. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to that territory to be fair. But uh, it's, yeah. it's it's I'm like I'm really jealous mm. of kids nowadays because they have all these things to really like open their minds a bit in a way that isn't. You know, it, like you said, it's educational. It teaches you a thing or two, mm. but it's also like fun. Yeah, like things like sex education or um, uh, 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 what's that animated show? Um, Attack on Titan. No, with about sex as well. Big Mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm sure I'm missing out a whole bunch of others. There's, there's really a lot nowadays. It's a sign um, of the times, you know what I mean? Like, it just it's progressive. That's what it is. Yeah, but I'm just so fucking jealous because I grew up with and, and I grew up religious. Mm-hmm. So like, I just had the most unhealthy view towards like <laughs> premarital sex, sure. casual, whatever, sure, relationship, sure, sure, any, sure. anything like that. And there was so little education about it. All that I heard about it. Because, um, you know, people in school didn't really talk about that too often either, other other than, like, from in a joking, like, make fun of you tone, like, ooh, sex. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, the only other places you hear about it in church uh, or whatever religious house you subscribe to. Sure. <laughs> um, and it's more often than not, it just creates this weird guilty conscience about it that right. is very difficult to shake off. Or it's very difficult to just, like... Oh, okay, now I know new things, so my mind is completely changed. Like, remnants of it still remain. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of people, uh, I know a lot of Catholics yeah. feel that yeah, yeah, yeah. much deeper than Christians. I don't know but, I mean, how it is. is but what religions. you're talking about is just, like, I mean, it, it makes sense to feel jealous, but it's also just a generational thing, because no, everything, everything's just different. I'm, like, I'm, for jealous, example, I'm jealous, but I'm happy, because yes. it means the future generation has a, a much larger wealth of information, and a lot... Less. No, but I'm I'm saying there's also negative aspects too. Like mm. we had some positive things that generations these days aren't getting, and vice versa, right? Like for example, um, not to sound super boomery, but like yeah. kids are on their devices a lot, mm-hmm. and like even for the basic thing of like their neck health, yeah. <laughs> is something yeah. that I feel concerned about, and yeah. like attention span and stuff. And it's not maybe it's not good or bad, but it definitely is different. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I played. Hey, man, it's a great time to be a fucking chiropractor. I'm sure, right? Or, Booming like, industry. neck doctor. Yep. Like... Neckologist. Yeah, everyone <laughs> just has tech neck. Like, you go on a train and you just, like, look down the the the, the, mm-hmm. the aisle and mm-hmm. it's just, like, geez, 90 degree necks everywhere and it yeah. scares the hell out of me. I used me. to never be able to see the top of anyone's head. Now that's all I see, you know? <laughs> I try to avoid doing the tech neck just because I have enough problems as it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm consciously, like, when I use my phone, I try to, like, hold it up and yeah. keep my neck straight. And then everyone just thinks I'm taking a photo. I'm like, no, no, no just scroll and Reddit. It's more just for, like, good posture. Like, exactly. Like, like, good posture is a thing that people, people like, gravitate towards and respect. <laughs> <laughs> if they can see you. Yes. <laughs> if their phone, if their, their head's not buried in their phone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just a thing. But it, you're right, though, that, like, there's just so much... Uh, things that people can access now. Do you ever get self-conscious about using your phone in public? Not really. Mm. In what sense? Like using it too much? Like, okay, like for example, sometimes like I will catch, like for example, I'm 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 out for for lunch with my family yeah. or something, and then I catch that all of us are on our phones. I'm yeah, like, oh, fuck. Like I'll immediately just be like. Oh, like shit. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know how to verbalize this feeling, but it's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why do we suck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally feel that. Um, no, what's worse is when you're on one and one, like, like if you're one on one with someone and you're on your phone, because I mean, that happens too. Maybe yeah. it just happens with me and my girlfriend. Maybe we should stop that. But yeah, yeah. it's pretty no, bad. Like, it happens. Like, I find myself judging people when I see that myself. But you, you do. But, but you then do it every yourself. once in a while, I'll catch myself. But then it's like, oh, but I'm doing something important. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not true. I mean, that, does that also go to like work life balance stuff as well? I don't know. Honestly, you know my thing I, but, is okay. I, I'll like to 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 absolve myself of a sin that no one is accusing me for. Um, I will always. I, I I have never ever done like you know the whole like one on one sitting and you spend most of your time on your phone. Most yeah, times yeah, it's always just either. like a quick twenty thirty second like check this check that. But I'm never like you know. It's always work stuff, right? It's usually work stuff yeah. uh, like or like replying a message that yeah, I need yeah. to reply to. 
but I'll never spend more than 20 or 30 seconds, especially yeah, when I'm good. with someone else. Should. Unless, you know, we're studying or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, studying. Yeah. That thing that you do. I think that adults do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? What the fuck was I going to say? See, attention span. All yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Attention span. Uh, talking about uh, using phones on the table. Uh, oh, what I was going to say is that I'm actually really curious how much time I save not being on my phone because I don't do social media. I guess what I'm saying is I wonder how much time uh, is the time you're talking about is spent updating, checking, posting your social media. Um, I don't post personally, and this is just me myself. I don't really post a lot nowadays, and I also avoid looking at comments. You're still among the top people I know who update their stories. Like when I'm scrolling, when I'm doing that thing, I'm like, oh okay, yeah. Can... Well, but stories are but... kind of like a passive thing. It's it's not something that I think about. Um, but with mm. posts, I I rarely do them. But I do spend a decent amount on on, on social media just looking. You right. know, like yeah, I, me too. I, I I part I consume a lot, like for sure. Like that one, I'm guilty of because like, um, I just know that that's your thing. I'm just looking at stupid ass memes and my, shit. My thing is just is Reddit. So people mm. like strangers who post stuff, which is effectively the same thing. You know what I've really been enjoying on Reddit mm. recently? Mm-hmm. Um, I've really enjoyed looking at R slash Singapore. Me too. No, I check that pretty regularly. But specifically, the thread that they start of like ran like you know like anything goes on like this day. Oh, the just, daily conversation. Yeah, the daily yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. I never knew that that was the thing, but of course it is. And it's essentially almost like just just listening to the echoes of a whole country. Pretty much, yeah. It's, you know? it's a, for me, I mean, it's a very specific demographic who posts there, but it's like, yeah, it's, that's the whole thing too. It's like, what is on the hive mind? Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. And you're just getting these short little glimpses of things that people are thinking about, concerned with, things that they've done today. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the sheer randomness of it all. Mm. It makes me feel like somehow a bit more connected to the people around me. Yeah. And sometimes it's just real mundane shit. Like, ooh, I bought a Harmon and Cardon speaker today, um, but one of the knobs don't work. Feels sad. <laughs> you know? And then the next thing will be, like, about COVID, or and the next thing will be about, like, oh, my cat ate a thing. Like, any advice? You know, just, like, real random stream of consciousness things yeah, yeah, from yeah. the hive mind of Singapore. And, like, um, I, and just, I just have a lot of fun at the end of the day just, like, reading that. And just kind of looking through it and be like, my problems aren't as small or as big as I always think that they are. Oh, that's a good you know? attitude to have. Everyone's got their own shit going on. Because yeah. I, it's, I think it's so easy to disconnect from people now. Or it's, mm-hmm. or it's so easy to just see people as like um, their opinions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or see people as like their, their beliefs. Or to see people as like vaccinated or not vaccinated. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it's very yeah, easy yeah. to just like pigeonhole someone into like a category that you don't have to think about their thoughts, their beliefs, what drives them, their dreams, any of that. But something about reading this random stream of consciousness where it sometimes gets political, but most times it's just things. Yeah. You know, and people for the most part are pretty good if not being assholes on it. Mm. And yeah, I I like it. Like I highly recommend that. That's my recommendation of the week. Go check out our Singapore. Yeah, check out our Singapore's like daily thread where they, they they do this thing where it's like these are thoughts for the twenty seventh of the of September and then like Oh, the, they like give a topic almost. No, no, no. Like it's like so. This okay. so under this post is for for everything for this day. Yeah, and then yeah, people yeah. will post on that day. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. next day. So at the end of the day, I'll always check it and just kind of scroll through. Yeah, the R like, Singapore random discussion and small questions thread for September twenty. Yeah, yeah. 
it's basically Twitter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, imagine if like you followed everybody in this country. I don't know, <laughs> or anyone who's willing to post here. Okay, yeah. just just for shits and giggles, the top post on today's thread. Uh, the worst sound you hear, or the, not even a question, but the thing, the worst sound you hear at work is the Microsoft Teams incoming call tune. It's pretty much anxiety personified. That's what. See, that's the most upvoted exactly. thing. Exactly. That's the, what people thing, are talking about. Things yeah. like that. Things that I don't even know what the software this person is talking about yeah. is. Like, what's Microsoft One? It's their what? It, Teams. It's their version Teams. Of, of Zoom. Yeah, things like that. Like problems that I don't think about, but. But it, this is relating to so many other people, and it just helps me feel like I understand people a bit more, and I'm just connecting and understanding a little bit more, because it's a lot of people venting. So yeah, but I fucking love it because of that. Like so often, we try to judge other people's insides with our insides as well, but you just can't do that. Like mm. you, I mean, sorry, we try to judge other people's outsides with our inside, mm. and you just can't do that <clears throat> because yeah. everyone's different. And to actually just see these like impulsive thoughts being put out there. I know you can also do this on Twitter, but like no, twi- I mean, but Twitter's, Twitter's accessible. Very, Twitter's yeah, accessible. Exactly. Like with this one you're getting very like specific. Plus <laughs> plus the whole upvote system is key to I think what you're trying what what yeah. what, what, what happens. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. I highly I highly recommend it. Like I don't know if it increases your capacity for empathy or whatever. I don't know. I just I, when I read it I just feel like um, a lot more connected and a lot more at home yeah. than I did before. The heartland of the internet. Yeah, that's cool. It's nice. Uh, on the to- it's like it's like people watching, but yeah, you know, on the internet, and you can interact if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on a completely different note, the subreddit I've been checking out a lot these days is the Herman Cain Award. The what now? Our Herman Cain Award. Why does that sound so uh, familiar? So Herman the, Cain was a, a black. W- yes, was a politician who politician. was anti, very anti-vax. Very blah, 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 and then he died from COVID. Mm-hmm. So now people give the award to people, and they what do they do is they take their social media posts of them on Facebook, usually, talking about how they're anti-vax and how everyone's a sheeple. Then it, you slide through, you see different things, different things, and then towards the end, it's like, oh, I got sick from COVID. Oh, pray for me. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, here's my GoFundMe. I don't love that's that. That's the template. Oh. Which is interesting, right? Because that's yeah. what that's a lot of the sentiments. Like that's fucked up, or like that's wrong, or people are just super into the Schadenfreude. But there's been a recent. It's gotten more and more press recently. Basically talking about that, like, oh, there's a bunch of liberal fucking snowflakes on the internet celebrating people's deaths. But that's not what the case at all. And that's not. Also, I don't think that's why I scroll it as well. Yeah, there is a little bit of Schadenfreude, but it is like an educational thing, and like it's almost like a capturing of this fucked up time we lived in, and um, it's almost like a warning sign. So usually, ninety uh, percent of the posts. Follow that format of like, oh, here's proof of someone uh, being uh, anti-vax or or not taking COVID seriously. Here and then, here's them dying. But um, recently, there's been a recent rash of posts of like, oh, thank you for convincing me to get my vaccination. Here's proof that I got my vaccination. Yeah. So that's pretty cool too. And it's just, I think, it's just a very interesting. But you see those stories in the news all the. You see those stories in the news all the time, right? Yeah. I just don't know. Like, nowadays, a whole subreddit. Oh, it's still pretty often. Like basically, anytime. Like I feel like I'm, I feel like here. I'm seeing one every day. Oh really? Of like yeah, like just random celebrities posting it, random people posting it, and like mostly lefties like posting things about like oh this person that denied COVID um uh, or denied the uh, existence of COVID or denied the mm-hmm. the valid validity of the vaccine got COVID, and like I get it. Yeah. Like it it feels nice when like you know this thing that you have decided to commit your. A good part of your life into um, obeying <laughs> yeah. and like being like compliant a about of or whatever, yeah, 
and then you see these people that are completely just fuck it and then they experience the consequences. I get how that can be short and Freudian. That can be nice. But also, like, I can't help but think about, like, um, well, the core of it, like, the social dilemma, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, how these people are just not in control of what they're thinking. And, mm. like, the... Like the situation that they found themselves is a is a unfortunate confluence of corporate interests, advertising, um, uh, uh, cookies, but also their belief. You know, <laughs> like it's just whoever. their beliefs. But it's like people will believe anything yeah, clearly, yeah. and but it's 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 not that they you know. No, but I mean, I uh, guess I I hear what you're saying, and it feels part of me does feel a little bit gross, but it is also like. If people can learn, because a lot of times their posts too, yeah. of, of the of in the in the things that they post of people sharing their thoughts about COVID before they die, is that like, oh fuck, this is terrible. I wish I got vaxxed. I'm sorry for what I said. So I think it's just like it's almost yeah, like I know. a there's, cautionary tale. I know, like there's that as well. But yeah. I'm sure they're sorry if they're dying. You know, some I, of them I aren't. Have, yeah, <laughs> but it's more like you. it's 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 abundantly clear to me that most people that refuse to get the vaccine or see covid as like an evil cabal trying to get all of us mm. like most times it's just an unfortunate it's like you know old people that barely know how the internet works or like yeah. extremely uh, like people with very small social bubbles. They're super Trumpers, is what it is. It's all Trumpy Trumpers. Trumpy no, but Trumpers that's very America specific. Yes. I'm talking about all over the world. You know, I'm talking about but, people I mean, that no, just. But have... Trump is not. The, I almost feel like the idea of being a Trump supporter is almost like a symptom of what it just is, which is conservative values, fake news people, conspiracy theorists. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Anti establishment. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. Um, whatever it is, like, I never enjoyed those stories only because, like, to a certain extent, I almost can't blame them for thinking what they think because I don't know why I think what I think. Mm-hmm. And if someone like suddenly told me that everything that I believe is wrong, of course I'm going to be on the fucking defensive. Sure, sure, sure. You know, like, and not to say that you know, like applaud them for believing, standing up for what they believe in or anything. It's just that it, it's just unfortunate all around, you know. And yeah, to I like, totally and, agree. and to rub lemon juice in the wound just feels. Like no no and I I I can't read that enough. It's it's not that I'm like yeah fuck you. It's it's I, I get that. it's just I get fascinating. It. I, get I it, just yeah. find it very fascinating the whole discourse behind everything. Mm-hmm. Like for example, and again it's, this might sound like more of the same, but like yeah. a common trait among these people who uh, quote unquote win the Herman Cain Award yeah. is that their loved ones then have to resort to GoFundMe to ask to help pay for their um yeah their funeral or their hospital expenses. Yeah, and I mean again if you buy into the idea that this is a, there's a very specific social profile of these people who who win the Herman Cain Award is that most of them are probably anti-universal healthcare. Yeah. And basically what they're asking for then, ergo, or forcing their family to ask for is universal healthcare. Help us pay for this thing. Yeah. Like, why can't you just pay for it yourself? It's not our... Why is it making our problem? It's just a really interesting thing that makes me think about stuff. And it is not... It, I try not to let it be like, a, oh, we're right there wrong kind of a thing. But it's just, yeah. it's just fascinating. I don't know. I can't really yeah. quantify and qualify why I like it. But yeah. Herman Cain Award, that's my subreddit recommendation. <laughs> It's just scary because I meet so many older people, especially that like, like like we'll start talking about like you know some COVID related thing or some sure. government related thing or some vaccine related thing, and then sure. suddenly like it's like oh I'm talking to like a like a like a soundboard of talking points. Yeah, you know almost it's like I'm I'm hearing the exact same few things that like 
you hear every other anti-vaxxer say it's the weird. same statistics that you hear every other anti-vaxxer say it's mm-hmm. like oh you guys are getting your like your news from very like similar sources and it's so painfully obvious but because it's so painfully obvious it's like it's not your i'm sorry you know like and it's not your fault almost yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like of course you're going to believe what your friend told you of course you're going to believe what like your um your your close friends sent in the group chat like I, to a certain extent, do the same. I accept a lot of the information that I'm given with the people that I trust. But you know what the thing and is? It's all, and it all comes down to that, like the people that you trust. And yes. sometimes it's just you trust the wrong person, but, you trust the wrong agency, you trust the wrong news outlet, and it's just unfortunate. But you know what it is, Nathan? It's like the mainstream media is the mainstream media for a reason. It's what most people, people deem to let, be acceptable. Not even reasonable people, but most people. And if you're... If you think about it, most people will get most stuff right <laughs> for multiple but, reasons. But there's also the argument, and I can't say for the rest of the world, but I, th- there's also an argument that I can't speak of for the rest of the world. But specifically in Singapore, mainstream media is not real. You know, like sure. our, our mainstream media is a government mouthpiece, and that hasn't been made more clear with the shutting down of the online citizen a few months ago <laughs> because they, they couldn't declare their, their um, donors. Which, you know, I get that that may be not 100% right, but also, like, don't shut them down with four days, three days yeah. notice. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, so I, I also get that there's that element to it, that specifically in Singapore, mainstream media can't really be seen as, like, you know, this trusted source of news. Um, there goes our Straits Times sponsorship. Media Corp sponsorship. <laughs> straight hang. <laughs> Give it to you straight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to st- uh, uh, a part of this, the the SPH podcast umbrella. We are straight hang. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh no! I feel like I'm gonna get sued for that. Cancel! 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 Reverse. We are not affiliated to SPH in any way. Um, but yeah, because of that, because you know, I I trust the media as far as I can throw it, mm. which is. You but know, I think the whole point is amount. critically evaluating, right? Checking the facts, assuming that you think facts matter. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. I had my first um, family member who was anti-vax die from COVID. Oh, no. I didn't know them very well. They were like yeah. a, my dad's cousin. So they're, I guess they're, what is it, a cousin once removed from me. Yeah, um, yeah apparently they were anti-vax and they died from COVID. It's, it's, it's just weird how like the longer this goes on, the more chance that shit like that happening is going to happen. Just weeding out the people that... That's why they call it. I mean, I think the Herman Cain Award is is is, uh, is pulling from the Darwin Award, you know? mm Helping out humanity, that thing. This is gonna be a bit but, morbid, but to this, like, <laughs> the only COVID death that like, um, I've celebrated. Oh God! <laughs> I think I spoke about this briefly on the show before, but like, I was talking to my dad, and like, he was telling me that um, this old family friend of ours died of COVID. <laughs> right, 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 right. But this old family friend also happened to be a person that cheated my dad off of a lot of money, like a significant amount of money. Um, and kind of left him in, in, in a bad bad position for a while that yeah. it took my dad a while to get out of. Um, and yeah, like last year we were talking, catching up, just like having like coffee and then suddenly like, um, suddenly my dad says like, oh, this guy, BTW. <laughs> this guy, like he, he got COVID and I was like, oh, what happened? He died. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then we both like just laughed about it for a little bit. 
<laughs> and it felt it felt really wrong. Oh, family bonding though. And That's then a nice. few a few months ago, he came up in conversation again. I can't remember how. I think um, something about his kid or something. Mm. But he came up in conversation, and then I just like I I just wasn't thinking, and I was like, where is he nowadays? Uh? And then, and then he, um, my dad said, COVID. What? It's like. Oh yeah, he died. And then we laughed, and then we had another like, we had another like, ah, ha, ha. and every time that happens, like, oh god, I feel like I'm going to hell for that. Oh, it's like, but, oh, you know, I'll see him there, I guess. Healthy chuckle felt good though. Yeah, yeah. Don't celebrate COVID deaths. Post on our Hermann work. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we're back in like a weird lockdown situation as well, starting yesterday. Phase two, part three. Yeah, not quite a lockdown, but yeah. yeah um, I mean, all they're really doing is reducing five to two, which at this point, like, whatever, fuck, whatever. No, a lot of people are complaining. Like, oh, tons of people are complaining. Yeah, for because sure. Because it, 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 like, you know, most of the rules they don't really make a lot of sense. A lot yeah. of it, is, it seems like hygiene theater. But I feel like a lot of people are like are very presumptuous, like that they know better than the government, and that's a weird stance for me to be taking. Yeah. But I'm like, are people like this doesn't make sense. This, this, this. I'm like, you fucking run the multi ministry task force then. If oh you yeah, think no, no. So. I'm not saying that like they, yeah. they they are they should they know everything. But they and they sh- can see it, the future. It's one thing to air your frustrations. It's one thing to say like it's this should be done. I'm like. Come on, have a little bit of humility. Well, apparently, um, the Singapore Democratic Party is going to release like a plan. Oh, um, here sometime, we go sometime today. Wait, who's the Singapore? Dem- That's a thing. Chi Sun Juan's. Um, Chi Sun Juan's. Uh, this is different from the Workers' Party organization. I, I mean, party. I don't whatever know whatever you call it. Um, yeah. yeah. I, did he release the plan? Oh yeah, he did release the plan. Wow. Um, a few two hours ago, um, together with Professor Paul Tambia, who's also an SDP. Mm-hmm. Um, but he put up a post like uh, earlier today, and I'll read it as quickly as possible. Um, but he's always been a bit of like a like a anti-establishment, mm-hmm. not really anti-establishment, like more like he's been one of uh, PAP's like largest critics, yeah, loudest critics. And for the most part, every time he says something, I, I, you know, I don't disagree. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't highly disagree. But this is what he said. Here we go again. Another <laughs> surge in infections, another series of knee-jerk reactions that don't make sense. I'll cite just a few examples. One, more than two persons from the same household can ride together in a taxi, but when they alight, they cannot dine in together because restaurants are limited to two per table. They also cannot visit their relatives because households can only have up to two unique visitors per day. Two, if the four persons are from different households, they cannot get into a single cab, but they can happily climb into a bus or MRT train. Three, social gatherings are limited to two per group, but group tours, i.e. duck tours, can be up to 50. (laughs) Where do these people get these ideas from? Whoever is writing them need to remove their heads from their derriere. Wow. I've never seen that word spelled out. It's spelled D-E-R-R-I-E with a little thing. R-E. Yeah, it's French, yeah. Um, and then he talks about how he recently opened a restaurant. Um, since we opened Orange and Teal, we've bounced from a no dining in phase to groups of two dining in with conditions to five with more conditions back to no dining in less than a month. Then back to two with modified rules to five with more modified rules and now back again to two. This yo-yo type of policymaking is driving everyone nuts. There's no logical consistency. It certainly doesn't inspire confidence in their ability to tackle the pandemic, which is putting businesses and jobs under immense pressure. Yeah. 
However, when it comes to events that suit their purpose, like National Day Parade or the general election last year, they have no problems holding them. Mm-hmm. That's where the biggest critique comes in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when it's like things that we need to do, it's like, let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, don't, it's, it's, I, I totally get that it's, no one has the fucking answer. I feel you. Like, they're just, I feel like everyone's just trying the best to do the yeah. best they can. I, I get You're that no one, frustrated. I, I get that nobody has the answer, but I cannot lie when, when for example, um, when I watch... UFC uh, yeah. 266 that happened yeah, yeah. last weekend or any and Premier League match any pr- anything yes. in like the, um, many other parts of the world fucking full stadium maskless I'm not saying that that's what we should do yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying that there's a space in between and, and from what I know at least in the Premier League you have to show a negative test or take a you have to be vaccinated to get yeah. in but like you know there's so a, a little bit a, more reasonable there's a space somewhere in between where we can exist where it's not just like oh cases are up shut everything down mm. because like I feel like it's, it's it's just you know like COVID is just gonna keep happening yeah, like it's yeah. just gonna keep going and like yeah. it's not gonna disappear because you unless you completely shut things down yeah you know like phase one style shut things down yeah like i.e. like how New Zealand did it exactly you know but I don't know it's it's so easy to be an armchair critic oh, and it's super easy it's, it's so easy it's yeah. so easy to just like sit here and be like oh, blah, 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 blah. I know I wouldn't be able to do a better job I'm just venting at this point no no I, I think that's totally fair I think it's healthy uh, one thing I would like to give a critique on, well actually there's two things I'd like to share one is that speaking of our Singapore there was a thread recently someone asking like just straight the question was like hey people who work in the healthcare industry in Singapore what is your load like basically what's it like what's it like in the hospitals and they're getting smashed yeah like they're being crushed and like their workload is ridiculous yeah um, for a lot of reasons. Apparently, people are like, if they if they get a little tickle in the throat, they go right to A and E, which is p- putting immense burden. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Because that's that's legitimately something we have to worry about, right? If cases rise high enough and we run out of hospital beds, we're fucked. That's really bad. Yeah. But I think we're okay from what I read from that thread, and I asked a doctor friend of mine. Uh, yeah. Um, I had a second thing. Oh, really, I'm losing my marbles. Um, I'm curious what the healthcare. Like people think about these like constant lockdowns. Mm-mm. I'm sure, there's a Reddit thread. They're pretty somewhere. annoyed. I have a couple of doctors that I talk to about it, but they yeah. try, they're doing the best they can. So, yeah. Oh, the thing I think I was going to talk. The second thing I was going to talk about is that I feel like there's no discussions at all from the government about mental health because it is killing everyone. There are some. Yeah. Well, I don't there know if it's coming. More. I don't know if it's coming from the government, but the newspapers publishing it, so I guess it is coming from the government. Uh, effectively, right? Like especially they have um, to do something about it, especially with teachers. Of course, healthcare workers, mm-hmm. um, like people in industries that have been completely disrupted or like, you know, put exactly. up. But it's everyone, hef- dude. It's like the mental health is shit across the board. There's no way that it's not, right? Oh, 100%. So what yeah. are they going to do about it? Like they should be doing something. And I'm not talking about like, oh, make bring psychologists. Back, bring whatever. back Charity the Lion. Oh, Christ. The courtesy um, lion. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> What to do? What to do? What to do? And I think like something we should look out to, which I think can start coming in, is like the data from places like the UK, from places like Germany, where it's quote unquote a little bit more normal, a lot more normal. So yeah, who knows that? I mean, we okay. Look, this is a straight up thing of how we still have to wear masks outdoors. Yeah, that thing I think can be looked at. It's strange. It's strange that if I'm walking, like you know, say just in my neighborhood. From one end of it to the other to get mm-hmm. to like the grocery store or something. I I understand that when I enter a store or any place with like air circulate air ventilation, that I should probably like mask up like crazy, okay, tighten yeah. the mask and everything. But like when I'm outside, when I'm when I'm outside and I'm not surrounded by anyone, yeah, come on, 
Yeah, yeah, especially when you're not surrounded by people. But even then, right? Even then, uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everything, everyone knows. We try not to. But everyone knows. Everyone feels the same way. We we can't we can't all just like criticize from 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 this distance. It's easy to, but you know, realistically, where the fuck is where the fuck are we moving the needle? Really, mm. I guess the, the what we can do, what we can prioritize is our own sanity and our own mental health, and we hope that these last 20 minutes of COVID discussion have not affected yours too badly. Yeah, but or maybe you're like, yeah, I feel the same way and I feel good. Thanks, good hang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What we can do is, you know, help with that aspect. Sure. I'm not going to be changing any laws anytime soon. <sighs> Should run for government. What if I run for government? That'd be great. Do you think I could, like, get voted into office if I ran for government? Or do you yeah, think people so. are going to be like, oh, he's a singer. What's he going to do? I don't know. Stay in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna lie. Like I I'm not. I don't ever want to be a politician. But I genuinely wonder. Just like, curious. Yeah. Like if I ran for some kind of office, would people actually be like dumb enough to vote me in? What if you run and then just turned it down? Like, nah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, I feel like that'd be that not good for me. Is there a law saying you can't do that? I mean, then, no. Then you so write like, a run, book about it. Like run, win, and then go like I'm out. Yeah. I mean. Everyone knows that uh, what's his face uh, Ang Yi. What? Uh, sorry, what's the guy that head, runs? The, yeah, the, he, everyone knows now that he's a singer songwriter. <laughs> Do the same thing. <laughs> I'm just I'm, like I guess the question that I'm curious about is like. Like, do people vote with their hearts or their minds more, uh, right? Because if you're going to vote with your head, you are 100% never going to vote for me because I am not qualified in any way. But, Arguably, like, I would be a hindrance. Okay, <laughs> and, and I mean this on a very practical level. How do Singaporeans decide who to vote for? There's no... De- are there debates? I guess there are debates. There are debates. Um, most people are just scared that if they don't vote for PAP, that exactly. their lives are going to be made harder by the government. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, I don't know. Like straight up, a lot of people still believe that. Whether it's true or not, no one really knows because there's not a lot of transparency there. Exactly. But um, and there's also not no guarantee that your vote is truly private. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, not to end on that note, but I do have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, are you looking forward to anything this week? Because actually, yeah, I realize that once my cruise is done, I'm like. What do I have to look Life forward has to? Life no meaning. No, no, no. It's just, I feel like I constantly have to have something to look forward to. And it's usually, you know, back in the good old days, it was like a trip or it was like a show or it was like whatever. So I need, I feel like after this cruise is done, I have to set another thing to look forward to. Right. Just something that helps me out. Probably not Marvel related. Because <laughs> after this, I'm like, yeah, Eternals. Um, yeah. Are you looking forward to anything? Mm. Something inspired? I mean, you keep talking about your show that might get postponed, but I don't know anything else in your yeah, I don't even your apartment. I, don't even know. I guess. Yeah, like there's the there's the making of the apartment that is um going to be a nice slow gradual process that mm-hmm. I'm sure is going to be super satisfying at the end, um and also just um like I've I'm starting to make travel plans for next year. Yeah, yeah. Because I am not ending 2022 without traveling, like that is just I don't I will I will do like a four month quarantine if that's that's what it takes, <laughs> like. I'm going to travel sometime next year and I've been trying to like plan that and figure that out. Like yeah. like a long month, long trip, you know, that'd be good. something like that. I don't know. That'd be good. So that'd that's, be good. you know, that's been keeping me excited in the back of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And on that note, <laughs> yeah. we hope you're keeping sane. We hope you have something to look forward to. Yeah, we do. Uh, thank you for tuning in. 
Uh, I know some people si- some people message us on Instagram being like, you're the thing we look forward to. And that's really sweet. Uh, so you're also the thing we look forward to, listener. Yeah, when, especially once we can start doing live shows again. That'd oh, be that'd be fun. Yeah, Coming soon. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right, Nathan, thanks, man. Thanks for the hang. Hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.